Hello and welcome to Shaken Not Noob, the podcast that has two very excited boys with very exciting toys. I mean, I meant that in a really fun way, not a creepy way, just in case anyone was worried. Uh, I am your very fun host, Fuzzy Dan, and joining me is a very excited little boy, Mr. Dirty Dutram. How are we today, young man? I'm pretty tired, but I'm ready to <laughs> record. <laughs> Excellent. That's the spirit. <laughs> do, do that half-assed enthusiasm. That's the way we do it. <laughs> uh, no, look, it has, has been a very exciting week. We're both exhausted because we have been up late, late, late uh, for many, many nights uh, playing our new toys, the new Sex Bucks and the new PS5. It has finally been released after two days of excruciating waiting. Uh, it is finally here. Um, so we're going to give you our first impressions, talk about some of the stuff that's come through as well. Um, we're going to do a full and proper review next week, um, and we'll go through all of the details of everything that we know and love about these things and some of the new titles that are coming through as well. Uh, Duty, you have had the longest period of time with uh, your console this week. I want to get your impression first and, um, yeah, just find out what's going on, what's getting your, your nipples hard about this uh, this new console. The uh, I, I will say this is this has been the best um, sort of like, you know, when you unbox a, a console and you start to set it up, it's been the, the easiest and smoothest transition because everything is done through your phone. Um, yep. So it says, hey, you, you, you can, you know, traditionally set it up with a controller, but it's like, hey, download the Xbox app and set it up through your phone. And it literally took me two seconds and it automatically connected to the Wi-Fi that was paired up to my phone. Uh, you can type in, of course, your passwords and all that sort of shit really quickly. You can set up all yep. the downloads to go through your phone. So if I'm out and about and, you know... I have a game to download. I can download it from my phone and it automatically go to my Xbox. Like it was a really smooth setup. Um, so that mm. was that was really cool. Um, it's it is a big boy, um, and I know the PlayStation is bigger, which surprises me. Even ooh, also. Ooh. Um, yeah, we will talk about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was it's 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 been fun. I've I've been enjoying just you know being able to get into a game in less than like five seconds. I, lightning fast, like I, I will say for for the PS5 as well. Lightning fast, so much um, speed and time on everything now. So your load times, they're still there in some of the games, um, but they are significantly reduced um, from the the, the PS4, the last gen stuff. It's it's amazing how f- much faster it is. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 night and day, especially when you're playing sort of uh, titles that have been sort of pseudo converted for the for the next gen, like not solely next gen and just how quickly they load, like Assassin's Creed and Watch yeah. Dogs load near instantly. Well, and that's one of the things like um, when I was be- been playing through Valhalla, like, you know, doing the fast traveling on the PS4, it's not even fast traveling. Like you can literally go out and make a cup of coffee in some of the times it takes to load between points. So, you know, it, it, to, to have that gone now and not be an issue anymore tells me that they specifically built it with this next gen in mind and the, the, the old stuff just can't handle the, the amount of data they're trying to process. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, you, you can, you can, especially like for me, I was playing you know, Assassin's Creed uh, a lot uh, for my for my video, and then the, of course, yeah, the first game I wanted to boot up and play was Assassin's Creed because, well, we'll, we'll get to how good it is later. Um, but just the the comparisons of the loading screen, uh, you know, the yeah. turning your console on, waiting for it to, to turn on, getting into the game, starting playing, uh, it's it's completely different in regards to it. It's I've seen a lot of people say the new consoles are more of a evolution rather than a revolution, and that is 100% yep. correct. Um, but it is still fucking fantastic. Um, you go going Absolutely. from fucking Charmander to Charizard sort of thing. It is, it is wow. 
there's just that little bit of something extra to it, right? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've been playing a couple games that are that are for the next gen. Of course, Assassin's Creed. Uh, I uh, I've updated uh, Watch Dogs. I haven't gone into it and gone back to it as of yet, but I did get thanks to Capcom Australia. They sent uh, us a code of Devil May Cry Five Special Edition, uh, and I fired that bad boy up last night. And whoa. Jesus, like it's, it's, it's already a fantastic game. I think I reviewed it like early last year, um, but you know, sort of playing it again on the next gen or on what would now be the current gen, but on the next gen consoles, um, there's the option for ray tracing, and it's got the two pictures side by side showing what ray tracing does, and it's just, it's insane how pretty this game looks. Um, yeah, so, yeah, it's it's yeah. it's been pretty fucking cool. It's yeah, it's it's very interesting to see um, some of the new comparisons coming through and um, and just witnessing them yourself. Like you, you kind of don't appreciate it, and then you look back at some of the other stuff. I've done actually done comparisons and flicked between you know the PS4 and the PS5. Well, I've still got them both connected, and it just they they look like chalk and cheese. Like it, it really is that next step up. It is the I mean, it is going from Blu-ray to 4K DVDs. Like that's yeah, that's what it is. That, 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 that is the best way to to put it. And and a lot of people, you know, when when 4K sort of first started to come out, people were like, oh, I don't need 4K. I'm happy with my Blu-ray. And people used to say the exact same thing for DVDs to Blu-ray. Um, but once you go up, you don't go down. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yes, it is. And uh, okay, so how are you finding it all? Like um, the Xbox, uh, easy to set up. Obviously, um, it's 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 obviously quite big. It's a bulky boy. Um, but is it is it fitting in all right? You're finding it's not. Um, it's, you've got the space for it. Yeah, yeah. I did. I did. Uh, with with my current sort of TV setup, I can put it sideways, but I don't want to put it sideways. Um, so I yep. wanted to do the vertical stand. Uh, I, I took a look online on what Microsoft said was the minimum required clearance for the head port exhaust fan, and it's 1.5 inches. Sure. Um, so yep. I pulled out my deck and measured the uh, the exhaust <laughs> fan to the end. Um, and I had and you had space to spare, right? You had to do it twice, right? <laughs> I had about th- I've got about three and a half, four inches uh, height. So I'm like, look, I'm going to put it in my stand standing up, but I'm going to put it as far to the side as I can. So if the hot air reaches the the roof, it, it immediately pours out the side. Um, so that that's cool. Yeah. Um, one of the things I did notice while I was setting it up, of course, because I've got um, a seven point one headset, is I'm like, cool. I'll, I'll I'll just plug the headset in, and that'll be that'll be fine as I'm as I'm setting it up. But there's no optical port in the back of it, so I've gone, fuck. How do I? How does this work? I don't have an opt. Uh, there's no optical port on the console. I took a look at the Astro website, and Astro was like, "Yeah, just update your firmware on your headset," which took me all of two seconds, and it, everything just goes through the, through the USB now. They don't use the op- optical anymore. Um, so that was yeah. that was really cool. That was a bit of a mind fuck at first, but that was actually pretty cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 been great. It's it's a really straight, smooth setup. Um, essentially. We know with the new with the uh, the Xbox that they don't like to for ex- ex- expanding your hard drive. You need to have the Seagate expansion, which is like three hundred and fifty bucks. It's a special Xbox yeah, hard yeah, drive, yeah. Um, and all of my games were kept on an external hard drive for my Xbox One X. I literally just unplugged it, plugged it into the Xbox Series X to see how it would go, and it was like, yeah, cool, they're all here. We can read them. Do you want us to copy them? copy some of them over to your internal hard drive um, because you can still play, from my understanding xbox one games but series x games need to be on the internal hard drive um so a lot of the games that i used to have are are still just on the hard drive but i also just went like look i haven't played this game in a while i can uninstall it yep i finished fallen order a year ago i can uninstall it and it it's it's just refreshing to get rid of those games that you don't really play anymore as well at the same time 
Um, but it's, it was a straight yeah. smooth setup. It, moving all the games over to um, to the internal hard drive took all of like 20 minutes and I had about 30 games that I moved over. Um, and uh, the only an- annoying thing is, no, annoying thing for me, maybe not annoying thing for someone who, who went install and this is their first console and they've bought the games physically, but Watch Dogs and Assassin's Creed had both 40 gig updates to convert them to Series X games. Um, so there was yeah, a bit which of is expected, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so setting it up yeah, was all—I I had that as well. Yeah, it was all whiz bang, and it was all great. And it was like, hey, there's there's you know two forty gig updates that you got to do if you want to play Assassin's Creed in on the Series X, like as as it's intended. I'm like, look, cool, mm. that's fine. I'll just put on fucking friends. I'll start editing my videos and all that sort of stuff like that. And it was it was done in no time. Um, so I'm really enjoying it. It's a lot of fun. Um, it is it is a chunk boy. It's incredibly quiet. I don't hear anything, um, which is which is good. I've, I've I've noticed the same with mine. Like, it's just, like, especially, especially with some of the games that I, I had been running. Um, I've been playing a bit of uh, NBA 2K21 on the PS5. And, oh, like, yeah. that used to sound like a, a, a quiet day at an airport, right? It just, it, it was just so much noise, just literally planes taking off. And now, you know, it was one of the big things that had been always noted about the PS4. Now it's just, it, it's whisper quiet. Um <laughs> You, you can literally just hear the game and that's just that it's so good it's so good to have finally have something that can keep up with the with with the technology yeah yeah uh it, it's 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 something just refreshing just i i will say it is a little bit of a bummer that there's no dedicated PlayStation. there's no real dedicated playstation 5 dedicated xbox games that you generally get when a console launches it's all upscales of what is on the you know the the PlayStation Four and the Xbox One, um, but just to to plug in a console and just for it to not make not not struggle under the pressure, um, yeah, or, or yeah, not yeah, for yeah. it to go like you know spin up to warm up and then it's and then it's you know it's it's in perfect engine temperature and then it cools down and then it's, <laughs> it, 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 it idles. Um, so it's been quite good. The interface exa- is exactly the same for the Series X uh, for the Xbox One. So there's no changes on the interface. Um, I have the, the new Xbox app. Okay, is uh, is is it's an updated version of the Xbox app. It's it's really it's sort of like Facebook, not Facebook friendly, but it's it's very much like Facebook and Twitter that it notifies you like, hey, this person is online. Hey, your game is ready to play. Like it, it does all those notifications. Like when you download it on it, your phone will actually tell you that. Um, the only negative that I found yeah. with this new Xbox app is there's no option to redeem code. So of course, you know. We get a lot of uh, codes from from Ubisoft and from EA and so on and so forth, and that you know they provide us a code. Um, and previously, I could just punch the code in on my phone and it was done. But the new Xbox app doesn't have the option to redeem a code, um, so I have yeah. to go into the store uh, on my Xbox and then punch in the code on my phone. So it, it's it sort of works. But if I'm out and about, if I'm you know at a pub having drinks or something like that, and I get a code somewhere, then I can't just do it off my phone and have the Xbox automatically start installing, which is what it should be doing. Um, mm. But that's that's the the minutest of issues, um, which is a simple <laughs> app update saying yeah redeem code or whatever. Um, but yeah, no, it's been yeah. it's been cool. It's been fun. Um, I have of course um, been playing a couple of games, but I went over to my uh, to my brother's place a couple of days ago, and as unfortunate as it might be for you, but as happy as Paul might be, I have downloaded Fortnite um, because <laughs> because uh, my nephew was showing me Fortnite. I was like, oh look at this, look at this, and I went, hang on, hang on, hang on, kid. How come you're running around as Wolverine in a cape? He's like, oh, there's a Marvel update. You can play as Iron Man. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Storm and Cable and Thor. And I'm like, there's fucking Thor? 
So I downloaded it. <laughs> <laughs> I've downloaded Fortnite. You sucker. And I've got the, the, the battle pass to play as Thor. So, Paul, I'm ready oh. when you are now. Oh, no. Oh, there you go. It's the beginning of the end. Well, look, um, that, that's really exciting. So, like, I'm, I'm in, intrigued to hear um, no real changes to the UI um, for the new Xbox. Um, obviously, yeah, a fairly consistent one they've had right the way through. So that's that's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, how are you finding the new controller? Like, that's that's another big one for me because I know it's something I really want to talk about for the PS5. Uh, I will be 100% honest. I have not grabbed it. Um, oh, because oh, you've got the Pro. I'm still, using the right? Pro yeah. still. Um, yeah. La- I think it was last year or the year before I bought Mrs. Duty a the Sea of Thieves purple and green controller, which she loved. Um, sure. But there was a, there's an internal hardware problem with that controller where it, it skips around a lot. Um, so yeah. that was uh, interrupting. That was annoying, frustrating her when we were playing games because her controller was fucked. Um, so I just went, look, well, the new Series X controller is, is yours because I've got my Elite. Um, and she's grabbed it and she's like, it's it feels firmer in my hand. Like, she, th- these were her words. It feels firmer. It feels easier to, to reach the buttons. I think it's like you know, a percentage or so smaller than the... the traditional xbox one sort of controllers like the buttons are a little closer yeah. together um and she yeah. likes the textured sort of it's textured plastic hard plastic molded grip not rubberized grip but she said it just feels yeah yeah feels yeah. better in hand um so that's her controller but for, for me that's i'm still using the elite because the elite just does everything i want the elite's to do. A, it's a it's a fabulous controller i mean I've, I've got i bought mine for my xbox and it's it's fantastic it's still one of the best that's that's out there so yeah, interesting. Uh, so you haven't really had a chance to play with the new stuff. Uh, but I, I think there's not really been that much of a change. Again, like, you know, as you're saying with the UI, I know for the controller, for the new Xbox controller, they might have made it slightly more sleek and maybe moving towards that sort of elite controller stylings. But yeah, it seems yeah. to be very similar from from across the board. Yeah, there's, there's no real thing to it. They've, they've, textured, they've put textured uh, triggers on it as well. That's which right, the, yeah. the elite already has. Um, they've put a little bit of a texturing on the the bumpers as well, which sort of helps grip your fingers around. And and Mrs. Sudi said she quite likes that because then she can sort of she has the textured feel to know what the buttons are. Because sometimes she'll go, okay, pull the right trigger, and she'll look at the controller and go, which one's the right trigger? Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it from from what I can tell, that's good. I do know the new controller has the the share button, which you press it once, it'll take a screenshot. You hold it down for like two seconds, it records, you know, whatever gameplay footage you just did. Um, so yeah. It's a little bit like how the, there was the share button on the PlayStation controller. Um, yep, I don't mind. I don't mind it. I I would have I would have liked it whether whether the they did something else with it because like PlayStation three to PlayStation four they added the touchpad. Yes, the touchpad wasn't well liked, but it was something oh. new. Um, and I honestly, I honestly think the touchpad has been the biggest miss of the last two generations for PlayStation. Like, they tried to do a few things with it. Um, yeah, they tried to go, oh, you know, you can draw things on it and use it to move around the map, and it's just shit. It's just, it's one of, it's this big honking mess in the middle of the controller that they've chosen to keep for this generation. Um, so oh, hopefully they've, they've, they they've do kept the touchpad for the new, for the new controller. Yeah, for the DualSense controller. So oh, wow. that's still it's still there for some unknown reason. It's it's a lot more integrated into the controller now, so it doesn't stand out as as much as the last one. Okay, but it's still there and it's still as pointless as ever. So unless they do something with it to change it, I mean. But the problem is, you, you, you know, it's like the. Um, uh, the Nintendo 64 controller with the three you know prongs. You kind of had to select where your hand was going to be. Yeah. This is very much the same thing. You have to let go of something to use the touchpad, and you, it, it just it feels 
unnatural you can't sort of move your thumbs over to it or anything like that so it's just i i think they they needed to change something around that touchpad and it's it's still there but yes i'll, I'll talk about more later um but yes i mean for for xbox fans at least you know you guys have always had this very consistent approach i think um playstation's always done those big dramatic changes whereas xbox is like let's just refine it and get better at doing the same thing over and over again and that's yeah. a really good method like you know just do something but slightly better take away the problems we had last time and in just a little bit of new stuff and that's just consistently getting better right yeah i i I do wish that they added something like the the creativity side in regards to the the immersive levels for the playstation in regards to the controller like it had the little speaker that made sound and it had the lights on the back i'm like that would have been a little cool thing to adapt um it's like when you know i when i first played jedi fallen order the the light on the back of the controller it changed color depending on what lightsaber i was using it was fucking awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah, so like it would have been cool if they had something like that to to do the, you know the same sort of creative thing for the Xbox. Whether the Xbox button sure. itself changed color from just being white and it changed to green to blue, whatever that would yep. have been cool. Um, but sort of like a car, the more things you add to it, the more things you know can break on them. Um, so. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah. really interesting. I've been watching a lot of um, so not just the typical unboxing videos, but there's a guy that um, he takes gets new devices and breaks them down to show people how to repair them potentially. And so he's broken down, and it's just it's devastating to watch, especially when you haven't got these new things in your house. This guy's just like pulling shit apart. It's like oh no, oh, painful. Uh, but he's pulled apart all of the um, the controllers and all the bits and pieces. And I think that the Xbox design is very compact. It's everything seems to make sense. Looking at how the um, the uh, PlayStation stuff's been constructed, holy shit! There's so many things that could go wrong with it. Like you know, and it's that potential wear and tear. Like not something that's going to happen now or in the next maybe two years, but the wear and tear after that period of time is going to be pretty big. So yeah, um, yeah. I think they they you know, like you say, just adding more things adds that complication factor. I think they've made a very complex controller that has potential to you know for things to go wrong but in the meantime it's still very exciting mm, mm. yeah I'm, I'm 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 very happy with my my console you know um mrs duty hasn't had the tv for four days now um, <laughs> so that, that's that's uh, like every now and then i'm like look cool i'm i'm out in the living room i'm editing or whatever it might be but it's um it's 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 whisper quiet and but it is a chunk boy like when when i you know mrs duty came in i'm like hey come come check out the xbox You're like which one is it oh it's that big fucking black thing and I'm like, yeah, that's that's the Xbox. Um, yeah. It was weird as well. When I went and actually picked up the console in store, they just like handed me the box and went, yeah, thanks. They didn't give me like a bag to put it in. So I'm walking <laughs> through a shopping center holding the actual fucking Xbox you know, box <laughs> in my hand. I'm like, good thing I'm here at like 10 o'clock in the morning because there's just a heap of nanas around. But like if you're doing a midnight launch and you're just walking around holding the Xbox, you're going to get fucking mugged. Oh man, I well, so I picked up my um, mine at six a.m. Um, and I was the, made sure I was the first person in the store. Um, but yeah, there was a line of maybe a hundred nerds out the shop, just l- staring daggers at me when I walked out with that that box in my hands. It's it was so I just ran to my fucking car. I was like, go go go! <laughs> <laughs> and the good thing is your car would have been fast enough to get away as well. Exactly right. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was purchased for. 
<laughs> yeah, awesome. Well, it sounds like you're having a really good experience with the with the console itself. Now, I know um, we've t- we've discussed this in the past. There's not any real launch titles for Xbox at this stage um, for um, the Series X. Like you, you have been playing something that did get launched though. Um, called what was it, Falconeer? The Falconeer, yes, uh, yes. It is on paper a really good idea. Um, yep. It is essentially the end of Lord of the Rings, the giant eagles that they ride on. It's a dogfighting game. It's not Lord of the Rings game, but it's a dogfighting game where <laughs> it, re- it replaced planes with you're riding a giant falcon and you're shooting lightning at other giant falcons and dragons and like, you know, big steampunk warships and blimps and all that sort of stuff like that, which sounds yeah. awesome. Um, it, is- it does. On paper, you're right. It sounds amazing. <laughs> Just like, you know, Jimmy Fallon having a talk show. Sounds great. Um, <laughs> but... It's execution. It is now. I have been harsh on this in regards to my video that's come up, but it is made by a single person. It's not a team that's made this game. It's made by one person. Um, really? Yeah. And he's put a lot of hard work and effort into it. And visually, it looks great. Like the images are so sharp, they'll cut cheese. Great. Um, yeah. But. Uh, the, the gameplay itself, it's, it's, it's a dogfighting game. Um, and, you know, rather than having an engine, you can't, con- you know, because you're not in a plane, you can't control the speed properly of your Falcon. Um, your Falcon well, you're not, sl- you're not slowing, uh, speeding up and slowing down, really. Are you? You yeah, exactly. Just- well, you can sort of, yeah. you, you've got a, a energy meter, like a, like a stamina bar, where you can sprint for a short period of time, but then your Falcon's tired. And then when it's tired, it can't barrel roll, it can't move as fast. And to sort okay, of yeah. regain energy, you need to stop flapping your wings and sort of go into a dive bomb. Sort of like when you're playing yeah. Batman and gliding around a little bit. The, the flight uh, yeah. is very much like that. Um, <clears throat> but it's, it's this really interesting premise that I think would have worked for like a Warhammer IP, being like, you know, you're fucking high yeah. off on the back of a Great Eagle and you're shooting fucking lightning as a sorcerer and you're doing all this shit where... They're, Maybe they're, as a, even like a mini game within uh, like a larger game, yeah, potentially. But it's it's a single player only game. There's no multiplayer for it at all. Um, mm. The it is an indie game, Wait, so a dog fighting game with no multiplayer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay, it, it, it is a an indie, a more of an indie title, of course, because it's made by one guy. So there's no cutscenes. Yeah. There is like a deep rock galactic s style sort of graphically designed characters just talking and it's yeah. just exposition dumps that i don't care for um there's so in that instance the story isn't presented in an entertaining or uh, fun way or yeah or an actual you know engaging way um the combat is very 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 repetitive um once yeah. you have enemy dragons or enemy uh, falconeers chasing you they constantly stay on your six. Um, and the problem with that as well is this entire game sort of takes place in sort of water world, if you will. So there's n- there's no buildings, there's no asteroids, there's nothing for you to sort of loop around to sort of to lose your tail. Like everything is in the yeah, clouds. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. So you're constantly having someone chasing you. So you're constantly just locking onto that person and just spinning in circles waiting for them to slip up and go past so then you can shoot them. Um, yeah. The aiming is also... the direction that the falcon is looking so you're an actual rider sitting on top of the falcon with like this big lightning sort of gun if you will um but the gun only fires the direction that the falcon is looking but you're a rider sitting on the back of it i'm like no no i should be able to turn my arms and actually like you know like like, like when you're playing red dead like you're on the back of a horse you're not shooting the direction the horse is looking You you can shoot around 
um, yeah. which I found was really weird. But it's 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 not really that fun. I didn't really have too much fun with it. Um, well, I think your your biggest problem here as well is we've been yeah, you know, we've had the experience of a very good dog fighting game recently in Squadrons. Yeah, um, yeah, which was which did all of the things that a dog fighting game should do, made it fun, was stylistic, did all the great, you know, had a great property, all of that associated with it. So it was it was really awesome. But this game sounds like it's just. It's just a little bit flat, like a great. I think it's probably a really great concept game, as, uh, as some of those these indie games and in the next gens can tend to be. Um, but it doesn't sound like it's a full, uh, fully fledged game or enough of um, enough content to actually make it more than just that. Yeah, and, and I, I, you know, I, I did want to see you know what other people thought of this game because I'm sitting here going, surely I can't be the only one who dislikes it. Um, yeah, and some people are absolutely loving it. They're saying it's it's great and it's fantastic. Well, I'm sitting here going. Look, I understand if you if you like it, that's fine. And you know, for, <laughs> for some reason, if the creator of the game is listening, there are absolutely no bugs, issues, glitches, screen tears, frame rate drops, nothing. It is the smoothest of smoothest experiences, um, yeah. Which is fantastic, and that can't be said for games like the Thirteen remake that just came out, which is a giant pile of dog shit. Um, yes, but it is. It. I feel like this game has now released but I feel like now that people are loving it or now that some people have noticed it I would like a big team to like maybe not Ubisoft but like some some form of development house to go like hey there is potential to make this into some form of AAA game at some point but rather than going we'll buy the property from you but going like cool well we'll give you fucking money and we'll give you a team you make your vision you can have your cutscenes you can have a proper fucking story you can have like an actual proper game Rather than, well, I wouldn't say an indie game isn't a proper game, but you can have one of those. <laughs> this is a retail game where it should be a Game Pass game. And I feel like yeah. it should ju- it should just be Game Pass. This should be, this is how you get people into the game through Game Pass. Then if it gets a following, then you get sort of, you know, retail release and stuff like that. Sort of like Ori and the Will of the Wisps and all that sort of crap like that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's 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 fun. It's fun for a little bit. I think it's really probably really good for kids. If you if you've got a little kid who wants to play, you know, Star Wars Squadrons, but they keep getting the shit kicked out of them, give them this. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's a really good premise, and they get he gets a lot of points for being the sole person who worked on this game. But I, I, I feel like you know, anytime you create something, you need to have some honest feedback from a friend from. An external community. Somebody out yeah, that's from, not from, you. From yeah. someone who isn't just going to be a yes man, like, yep, that's great, go for it. That needs yeah. to go like, so what? what's the story here? I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I know the mission is, yes, deliver, you know, this fucking message to this fucking castle. And then when you when on the way there, you get shot at and stuff like that. But it's like, cool, I'm playing as a faction. What faction are they? Like, give me like a, a two-minute cutscene or something like that. Like, trying to do something that actually gets me involved in this world where it's just sea rocks sky and clouds and because yeah. the, the game is covered in clouds the draw distance isn't that great um and it doesn't really showcase the power of the xbox series x because everything's covered in clouds um and yeah. i thought you could maybe fly up and above the clouds so then you could have like this crystal clear sort of sky now nah, you can't mm. you can't go above a certain cloud limit so it's just like <sighs> It's yeah, it's it's fun, but it's it's more of a Game Pass game. It's definitely not a retail game. Um, sure, take a look at it online. Uh, see what you think. Some people are absolutely loving it. Me, I'm 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 gonna give it like a two and a half. Yeah, no, fair enough. 
Oh, look, it sounds like a game that yeah, if you've if you've run out of all other options, um, yeah, you gotta get this one. But there are enough games, I think. You know, while they don't have any launch titles specifically, there's enough um, that are exclusive to Xbox. There's enough um, last gen games that have just for the new um for the new generation so oh, yeah. if yeah I, I would you'd probably be happy enough with that like i only got one game at launch uh because everything else i've just got upgraded versions for so that's that's unusual for anything but um yeah very excited to um yeah for, for people to try those out Excellent, mate. Well, um, so I'm, I'm I'm happy that you've had your uh, your good experience with your new Series X, and um, yeah, I suppose the next big big thing is waiting for those next uh, next round of games to come through. What's the the big next one that you're looking forward to? Um, shit. Well, to be honest, of course I'm looking. <laughs> Question without notice. Um, uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, Cyberpunk's going to be good. Um, CD Projekt Red have have come back. I saw this morning and confirmed. Yes, we are absolutely releasing December. Um, <coughs> yeah, I'm sitting there getting, okay. Uh, the last time they said they were absolutely, definitely releasing it, they delayed it. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, I don't know. I'm looking forward to Cyberpunk, but there's there's. There's nothing that I can really think of. I I, I want to see the DLC and the 4K sort of Xbox series and the PlayStation update for Avengers. I play it every now and yeah. then, but it is essentially a fucking dead game at the moment. Where and I saw this week that the the publishers or distributors lost 38 million dollars in Avengers, um, which yeah. is a lot of money. Um, so I think that is going to to hurt Avengers' chance of being a uh, a Destiny uh, competitor. Oh. Mate, that game, that game was. I mean, I'm not going to say it's it's Anthem level dead, but you know, because it had nowhere near the bugs and the issues of Anthem. But it it was still. I think it was more of a marketing gimmick than anything else. And I just don't think it had enough of uh, like in a, in a year of some fairly good quality games. A lot of remasters, yes, but some fairly good quality games coming through this year. To get something out like that is just blech. so. Hopefully, you know, if a new update will fix up some of those issues that that were there, but I honestly don't think there's enough in that game as far as content's concerned to keep people coming back. Yeah, there's there's talks of having the uh, the Kate Bishop DLC drop before the 25th of November. Apparently, it's in the test servers or something like that at the moment now. Um, but mm. who who knows what's going on with that game? But uh, I, I, I yeah. honestly can't think of anything that is besides say Cyberpunk that's that's going to be excited. Far Cry. Maybe I'm not a I'm not to say I'm not a huge Far Cry guy, but the last Far Cry game I finished was Far Cry was a Far no Far Cry Five, just well, the one before New Dawn where you played in like yeah. America. I finished that. Yep. I found the ending very anticlimactic. Um, yes, but yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting. Um, there's, I'm sure there'll be a few uh, coming up before the end of the year, uh, which will be fun for everybody. So uh, yeah, good luck with that. Um, let's talk about now, though, the PlayStation 5, um, the big boy. <laughs> I mean, if there's any one thing it can claim, it is that it is fucking massive. It is a um, chunk. And that the fan alone is probably bigger than the Series X. Um, wow, this thing is big. Like, uh, I, I picked it up, got it home, unboxed it, and it's... It fits in like you know, like sideways in my sort of DVD cabinet space, so that that's fine. It's got enough clearance in there, which is fine as well. It's bigger than I expected, but it doesn't actually look out of place. Like it doesn't like you know standing on its own. Like you see all these promo shots when it's standing out and you know on a table, so you can see the shape of it. It looks weird. It's the robot space vagina, um, but 
when you put it in a cabinet or you put it next to other stuff, it actually, in context, doesn't actually look that different. So I'm actually really pleased with how it's, um, it fits in with everything else. Obviously, the colors, you know, a bit of a pain, but, you know, I've got a white clock and I've got the, the VR headset on there. So they're all white anyway. Yeah. So it's actually not out of place at all. Um, so I'm pretty happy with how it looks. Um, again, super quiet and playing you know some very graphically heavy games with load large load times. So Watch Dogs, NBA 2K21, um, played uh, some of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Like they they are very very intense games on the PS4, which cause a lot of noise. None of it, absolutely none of it, is coming through on the PS5. So that's amazing. Um, so the performance is good. Uh, the storage space is, is not as much of an issue as I, I thought it was going to be. Uh, I mean, but we are dealing with 660-odd gig, uh, which is not fucking fantastic. Um, there is uh, options to play, like if you've got your PS4 games, you can play them on an external hard drive. Um, but if you have a PS5 game, that at this time, they only play off the, off the PS5 itself. Yeah, yeah. So... I know they've got. They're talking about they've got um, a specific pl- uh, space within um, within the chassis to actually provide more storage in there. So they've talk, there's talk about it at a later stage of providing updates for storage space, which would be great. Um, so yeah, that's not a not a big concern at this point in time. I'm usually sort of deleting games, downloading games pretty quickly as it comes at this point anyway. Um, and especially now, like the the download times from the PlayStation Store seem to have gotten faster. I don't know how that's possible. That was a problem um, but, with the, the yeah the PS4. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I, I, I was it was crazy how much quicker it was to just download games. Um, did a really good transfer across. So when you're setting up, um, they've updated the play uh, the PlayStation app. Um, and it's very much a screenshot this QR code to your PlayStation app and it sets up your account for you, um, which was great. So a lot of that stuff has been streamlined in the setup. It's like they do with mobile phones, you know, you know transfer across to a new phone. It, it makes it really easy. They've done the same thing here. So set up and go with this thing was, was awesome. So I had a really good experience with that. I'm still getting used to the UI, um, which is all new. Um, yeah, and, I, I, yeah, I have heard it's it's remodeled or revamped from the PlayStation Four one, and that was the yeah. one thing I didn't like about the PlayStation Four. I thought the UI was awful. I think you'll find, yeah, this will take a bit of getting used to. I'm still like learning where everything's located, um, but. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's really interesting. It's um, it, it operates smoothly. Um, there's I think there's a lot more focus on trying to uh, like have community shares and like you know tips, videos, and stuff like that. So when you've got your game, it, it will automatically you know you sort of hover over the icon. It actually automatically brings up a, bin, a bunch of videos. Oh, have you seen this in this game? Or you know, here's oh, yep. this guy doing a playthrough. So that's kind of cool. But then right immediately below that is also links to all the, like the DLC for it as well. So they're not missing a trick on trying to you know upsell things and continually get people to pay money for games that they've got so um you know so that's that's you know neither here nor there but you know if you're if you're borderline about buying things they are definitely trying to force you down that road to uh to purchase more things for your game um but yeah i think the the user experience has been really good it, it looks good it sounds good like the menu noises and everything all look amazing um, they did release it as well with a bunch of like exclusive titles, but there is one. Um, there's uh, this this Astrobots game which they had previously on the VR title, um, but they do Astrobots. It's like a 
sort of a you know anniversary edition of like all the things that have happened for Sony gaming over the last you know 20 odd years and it, it just gives you a, it fully shows you what the controller is capable of doing and I think for everything else that this the, the PS5 does well the controller is an absolute game changer it's so it, it's amazing I've heard, um, I've heard the, the controller is nuts especially when it comes to things like yeah. um, apparently with the new Call of Duty game coming out like it's it's very feedback responsive in regards to like uh, uh, it feels oh. like the game was made for that controller i i dude I, I i can't explain to you like the first time like that you so they do like a little demo of what the controller is capable of and you know haptic feedback's always been a really interesting one um so you know it shakes your controller and all the rest of it and you know it gives you a bit of a sense of vibration of things going on the haptic feedback modules they've got in here are, are very, very heavy. Like, the controller's very weighty. I know that you had a problem with, like, the lightweight controllers, uh, the DualShock 4s. Yeah. This one here, the DualSense, wow. Like, it's, it's heavy. Um, the haptic feedback, you can actually see, like, when something like a, a car goes past, you feel the vibration in the controller go from, say, left to right as the car's going past in that same motion. Or you feel, like, the different points of it. So it's got this whole, like, whole-of-controller, like, vibration-sensitive feeling that it actually pinpoints specific spots for um, sensations. It's it's unreal. Like, you just hold it in your hands and you're feeling this going, wow. I feel immersed within this game. And apparently, like, I haven't seen it in a lot of games, so I've, I've played the new Sp- Spider-Man Miles Morales. Amazing sort of sensory feedbacks for that, but apparently in the games like Demon Souls, uh, which I haven't got to yet, that is incredible. Um, so it seems like a really interesting tool that is now available to um, really give gamers an extra level of, of feeling and control within it. Um, there's also um, uh, the the uh, the triggers. Um, they've got like these these. Uh, it's like a sensitivity set, uh, setting on it. So essentially, you get a if you're pulling like say if you're drawing back a bow and arrow, like they you actually feel the tension within Ooh. the controller. So it becomes more tense as you get towards the end, and it's really cool. So there's there's some really amazing features that they've done with this. Um, there's a new there's a microphone in the controller now that you can mute. Um, there's um, obviously speakers in there from the last one. They've done a really amazing job with this controller. Like I'm I'm amazed at how good this feels uh, compared to the previous ones. So with uh, it's it's got a bit of sort of weight to it. Do you feel yeah. with having it being a bit more chunkier well it is a chunky console but having a bit more weight to the controller as well it sort of helps i want to say ground you when you're playing games i don't know yet like 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 yeah like yeah yep i'm I'm sitting here and playing a game where like with you know playing yeah when i'm not using my elite controller because the elite controller is quite heavy what if I'm using, mm. uh, you know, I, I used a uh, Mrs. Duty's, you know, sort of broken CFE's controller to eject a disc. I forgot to eject it out of my Series X on uh, my Xbox <laughs> One X. I'm like, this thing's fucking light and it feels flimsy, but like the weight of a of a the new PlayStation Five controller, it sort of sort of grounds you into the couch, sort of thing. Yeah, like I, I think this is this is very much in that same boat. Like it is, um, it, you definitely feel like you're doing something it, it just it, it doesn't feel as throwaway like the i i enjoy the setup of the um the the dualshock 4 but this one is just very but it is very light and you can throw it around this one you feel like 
that's it. You, you're focused on what, what on holding it and controlling it. Yeah. Um, so I think it's it's very interesting to see how they've gone down that pathway. Now uh, I'm just having a quick look through. Um, okay, I think it is still lighter. Um, uh, let me just double check. Uh, yeah, so it is still lighter than the um, uh, the Elite controller, um, which is which is very interesting because I, I feel it more within this one. Yeah, it could be the weight so, dis- uh, placement or something like that, which which changes. Yeah, yeah. We also I think it's it's right in the um it's right in the the, the grips so right at the base of those grips is where the um uh, that uh, the haptic feedback uh, units are um so there here we go the dual shock uh, dual sense controller is 280 grams I think the elite controller is 345 so um so yeah I'd say it's more like the elite controller is much more balanced but the like the the feedback once things start rumbling in the dual sense like it's unreal it's it's second to none so you said when you when you're pulling a you know the bow and arrow, when you're using the bow and arrow in, in assassin's creed yep. valhalla do you have any other sort of thing like when you let's say when you i, I, I don't know if you use your eyeball to to use a shield but if you hold up your shield and that you know someone whacks your shield just like that part of the controller vibrate like yeah you know your left bump is vibrating because you know someone fucking <laughs> whacked your shield or something like that does it do that sort of stuff oh. as well I haven't noticed it so much in Valhalla. I noticed it mostly within the um, the Astrobot sort of demo game, mm. and I think it's one of those ones that you know it probably hasn't caught on to within the games that have already been released that have got this upgraded patch. They might have had a little bit of it, but I think you know seeing this Astrobot game, they they give you access to a bow and arrow and specifically for that. So it's really showing off the features of the uh, of the game and what could be. Um, it's very much a case of you know, hey, check this out. This could be what could happen within your game so i think there's potential for it i'd like to see it in games like um the new uh, horizon game that'll come out so um the, the horizon zero dawn uh, sequel. Oh, yep, yep. so uh, i think there was a lot of bow and arrow work in there i would like to see them having stuff in that that field um, but yeah there is potential for so much stuff to happen um and i think that's a it is the true winner for me of of everything that i've experienced in this next gen i mean yes the games look pretty Yes, they play well. They play smoothly. Yes, it's fucking quiet. So all big ticks for me. Um, but yeah, I think the the controller is uh, the cream of the crop as far as um, the next gen and something I'm going to be really happy um, to to play with for a very long time to come. Well, we've 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 spoken about how you know we obviously both love our playstations and love our Xboxes. Uh, yes, and of course you know thanks to Ubisoft, we did also get copies of Assassin's Creed Valhalla to play. Yeah. We've, yeah, we, yeah. we have both mentioned that we're, we're, we are enjoying it. Uh, I think we do need to, <laughs> we do need to at least get around to, to giving it a score oh, yeah. to that as well because I'm we should, yeah. yeah, it's, it's for me, it's the best Assassin's Creed game I've played since Black Flag. I did not like Origins. I did not like Odyssey, but I cannot stop playing Valhalla. Um, mm. it, it's, it's one of those games that even when, you know, you know my, my video's been up for a wee while now, but like, I'm editing or it's exporting or it's uploading. I'm doing something else that doesn't require me to record something on my Xbox. I've got Valhalla going. You know, I finished my yeah. Falconeer video. I went straight back to Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Like, it's, it's fucking great. I'm loving it. It's, it's, it's fantastic. 
It is the um, the most genuine Viking experience that I've had in a game ever. Um, I think you know God of War kind of teased it a little bit, and that was more living in that sort of uh, mythology area with you know gods and battling and all the rest of it. Yep. But I think this one is very much the you know, a true sort of Viking experience. And look, I, I think one of the big things for me is this generation of Assassin's Creed games have moved away remarkably fast from what they used to be so it used to be about you know the assassin's creed brotherhood and you know all of the you order know, and like, all that yeah, stuff. yeah the order of the assassins and you know you do all of these things there are many references to it within these last games but it's it's really like you know it's using that basically they all they're doing is using some of the game mechanics and just making their own game so it's kind of this really flimsy Excuse, they've. I think they're mainly just hiking off the uh, that that badge of Assassin's Creed. Yeah, and they've made and it's 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 a whole different genre of game now. So it's a little bit disappointing, and I think there's a lot of stuff that you know doesn't make any sense. Like you know, immediately this this huge this Viking warrior is like a you know an expert rock climber, and he yeah, can jump yeah. off cliffs like Vi- like the assassins can, and yeah, you know, he does all of these things. For no reason, there's no background or story or history as to why this character can do these things. Just make him a fucking assassin. Like, just, you know, just say he's part of the Brotherhood. Make that the whole basis for the game, rather than that being a side quest from your main quest. Like, it just seems I, I, I feel like it confusing. could be like a, sort of like a pseudo spin-off. Sort of like how you get, you know, the yeah. Supergirl series and then you get, you know, Superman and Lois. Like, I feel like, yep, cool, this is part of the Assassin's Creed universe, but it is not an Assassin's Creed game. Um, so then totally fine then totally when you fine. see but an they, assassin you're like oh it's an assassin from Assassin's Creed and you're freaking out because you're seeing an assassin because it's part <laughs> it's you know part of that uh, family of games but it isn't an Assassin's Creed game yeah um, and like I mean but that's a, that's a disappointing thing right they they managed to do a really immersive Assassin's game with great history and backstory and inside stuff within Black Flag like that was a, an amazing yeah, was pirate a game. It was a, it was a, you're you're being a pirate, but you're also an assassin at the same time. They don't have to be mutually exclusive. Whereas in this game, it totally is. Like all of the assassin stuff, and you meet up with some assassins and do some, you know, assassination mission, missions and all the rest of it. That's all side stuff. Yeah. That's not the 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 core story, and that's. It feels like they're it just it's so lazy. They could have done so much better with that. So it's such a disappointment for me that that's departed from there. Um, but having said that, like I agree with you, they did it a very good game, probably one of the better ones uh, that I've seen in a while. I mean, I did like um, Brotherhood. I thought was really fun too. Yeah, Bro- um, Brotherhood was the sequel to or the the pseudo sequel to two, wasn't it? That, was the, that yeah. was the one where you first actually... Well, there's a lot of inspiration from Brotherhood into Valhalla because you have your settlement to upgrade. And in Brotherhood, yeah. you had your little fucking town or whatever to upgrade and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, and there's there, you know, there were some interesting missions and uh, things that, that, that went along there. So I, I really enjoyed that. But yeah, I, I, th- I think it kind of fits... It, it'd be a top five for me as far as Assassin's Creed games go. Like, it just... It's a very good quality game. I think there's a lot to do with it. Um, if you have liked odyssey um or origins it's the it's the best version of those games so they have refined the systems they've taken some stuff out they've added new things in they've made it very immersive the experience is good um they've 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 really made the best of of what they they've experienced in the past 
the only thing really that I, I really fucking hate about this game mm. is anytime they do anything outside of the fucking animus. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not not a fan of that. As, as soon as they like, dear Ubisoft, um, please stop trying to make anything happen outside of the fucking animus. It's not going to happen. Everybody fucking hates it. <laughs> yeah, I, I've. And, and that's the thing as well. Like, it, this game is accessible for basically everyone ex- yeah. until you go outside of the Animus. And it's like, the, the magnetic pull of the Earth. I'm like, what's going on here? I haven't played the last ones because they sucked. Like, and the, the fucking energy platforms and all these mini yeah. Tron games they've got going on. Nah. Shut the fuck up. Like, seriously, go away. <sighs> Nobody wants you. Nobody likes you. You are the unpopular kid at school that smells. We want you to sit on the other end of the bus. But Nobody your brother you. is a Viking. <laughs> <laughs> and your uncle the is only a Greek reason you're god here. or whatever it is. Yeah, the only reason you're here is because your brother's cool. It's just... Oh, it's so fucking annoying. I hated everything about that. And they needed to They need to really change that. Like, I get it. Use it as a premise for, like, you know... 100%. Okay, you know, here's what we're going to do. Here's the start of the story. Um, now we're going to go into the Animus and experience all this stuff. Not when my game finally starts after five hours and then all of a sudden you take me out of the game to do this stupid side mission that means nothing. I don't care. Well, it was I like... Hate, I think, it's so, I gr- it's end so of bad. A, end of Assassin's Creed 3, they they killed Desmond Miles or he killed himself or whatever. I can't, I can't fucking remember. Ah. But everyone sort of thought that the, the game would go into modern era. Like, we're going to have a Assassin's Creed game set in you know, 2012 in New York or wherever this fucking city would be. And I'm sitting there going, yes, yes, I would like to see a modern Assassin's Creed game. I would like... But then they're like, okay, no, let's let's go back to Egypt. Let's go to Greek. Oh, Greece. Um... I'm sitting there going, you know what? Give me an Assassin's Creed game that's fucking Red Dead. Give me Cowboys and the bullets have the little fucking A's on them. Like, that would be cool. But, yeah. yeah no. I, I think we're going to... I think there's rumours about the next ones. Like, you know, it's been talked about for years going to Japan. I don't think it's going to Japan. I think there may be something in China. China. Um, Jaina. Uh, but yeah, I think they're, they're doing something Asian-flavoured within the next one, which will be good. I think there's a, a lot of uh, room for that one, especially somewhere like China. I think there's a, a really rich history of, of really yeah. cool stuff that yeah, could happen within this cool. space. I think Japan's probably... Yeah, we've had some really cool uh, games within that space. Especially um, with Ghost of Tsushima and uh, oh, Sekiro. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, seriously, go fuck yourselves. Any other games that wanted to be based in Japan, they have completely crushed it for it so i think it's too late for them to do that china will be a really good one um so that'll be interesting to see how they go with that but for now look if you're into assassin's creed games as i said if you've liked any of the last two this is 100 percent a game that you'll enjoy um it is very fun that you're winning wielding shields is fun oh, um, yeah, some of the people the, to death some of the kill animations are amazing um i love the one where he like chops the axe his like axe into someone's neck and then slaps the head so that it chops off the head it's great it's so good um there's some really amazing uh, animations and kills and all sorts of stuff and yes it does run better on the uh the next gen consoles it's just awesome so um i've had a lot of fun with this one i will give this one a 4.5 i think I, I can't find many reasons to, like, yeah, I know there's a, a bunch of bugs and whatever in the game. A game of this size and quality, I think you're going to find that kind of uh, level of bugs within it, but it is still immensely fun and, um, yeah, a really good game to play. Yeah, I'm, I, I agree 100%. Um, I 
think this is a four out of five, so eight out of ten. I mm-hmm. think the the biggest key factor, at least for me, that hurt the Assassin's Creed games, besides you know, it's not you're not really an assassin, but um, is the time error. If you're not a fan of Vikings, you're not going to like this. If you're not a fan of uh, Egypt's Egypt's yes, mummies and Brendan Fraser, <laughs> Egypt's yes, you're, you're not going to like Origins. If you don't like you know. Kevin Sorbo and Frank Miller comics, you're not going to like Odyssey. Xena. <laughs> yeah. So, like, it's, it's it's one of those things that, like, the game has... It, it, it is you know, pretty fucking great. And on, on a new console, playing it from the, the 1X to the Series X, as soon as I put it on the Series X, I sent you a photo of my screen, and the, the photo yeah. didn't do it justice. It's just, wow. Um, yeah. But the, t- the time thing is, is, a massive, is a massive thing for the game. If, if you're not a fan of that particular period of history... You're not gonna be even if even if you know you get a copy from your nan or something for Christmas or your birthday. Like, so yeah, cool. I'll I'll, I'll play it, but I I don't care about Vikings or I I don't care about Kevin Sorbo. Like, it's 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 hard, and that's something that it's it's just it's unavoidable. Like, with, with you know the 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 way that the game is, if you don't like that period, or it, even I think what helped with previous Assassin's Creed games, especially with uh, what was his name Ezio. Is you went from Venice, Venice, was it? Yep, yep, yeah, yep. um, and then you went uh, again to Venice for Brotherhood. Whoopie fucking do! But I think it was the the game after it, Revelations, where you went to um, uh, essentially like the, the the Middle East and Jerusalem and stuff, where Altair and stuff was. And even though the setting was boring, you were playing as the same character and you moved yeah. along. And I think that's what helped it. Where with what they're doing now, they're just changing the games, uh, changing the time setting, changing the characters each iteration of each game um, yeah. and I think that hurts if it doesn't if you've got no sort of interest in that character or in that period but having said I, that I, I think yeah I think you're absolutely right it is very specific to that uh, to that thing so you know Vikings obviously very hot right now and you know it's very much a, a cool genre to be in um, and they've they've kind of selected they may be a year too late on that but you know neither neither here nor there it is very much they've you're right they've selected a zone and that's the zone they can stick in that character will never translate beyond that I don't think um, it'll very much just be okay now we're doing a new character and a new setting so yeah rather than having characters that you know, exist over a period of time in multiple games it's very much a, we're just blowing that all out of the water and playing a new era yeah yeah I I, I, I do think though that this is a fantastic game and this is The Witcher meets God of War um, yeah but remove 80% of the supernatural elements. There are some supernatural elements here and there, um, but it is not in it is not as much as The Witcher or God of War. Um, you're not yeah. fighting fucking, you know, giant fucking... You're not seeing, you know, Jotunmir or whatever the fuck it's called, the giant sea snake, and you're not, you know, the world serpent and stuff like that. You're not... You know, yeah. That's not popping up in the middle of the fucking lake. Um, but it is a still a, a fucking great game. Um, and any time they sort of... You, you see things or reference things or whatever... In some instances, it just feels like The Witcher. Um, yeah. And it feels well, like- it very much is. It, it totally is. There's, um, I, I think the The Witcher takes itself a lot more seriously, whereas, whereas there's kind of a lot of comedy within um, within Assassin's Creed Valhalla. So I think yeah, it probably needed to to li- uh, to make it itself either 
much more comical or much more serious. I think there's it, it doesn't really quite hit the serious notes as well as it could um, as a game like The Witcher does. So, yeah. but but I think it's still yeah you know, it does enough uh, that that is still quite amazing and the level of Easter eggs within the game as well. I think there's a lot of really awesome depth to it. So oh, there's yeah, loads of them. There is there is <laughs> two legendary weapons you can find in the game. One of which was revealed at a trailer. One of which you find. Uh, I mm. don't want to give it away, but it is pretty fucking wizard. No, it is oh, not yeah. a wizard stuff. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> but there you go. So uh, yeah, it's it's um, it's a good fun experience if you're into a new game, uh, want to get into it, uh, love the Assassin's Creed games, or just like them generally. Um, I think you'll enjoy this one. So uh, check that out if you've mm-hmm. got the opportunity. Controlling a battering ram. Oh, it's so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, uh, it's been a lot of fun, mate. I've got uh, like I've only had my uh, my ps5 for a day i am so so happy with it i don't know what to do with my ps4 yet i haven't even planned that yet but i'm i'm just looking forward to getting into it more i'll be playing a lot of it this weekend i know there's a game if you've got the um uh, playstation platinum they or ps plus sorry they have a game called bug snacks which is apparently quite awesome uh which i'll be getting into this weekend and checking that out so next week's episode we're going to do full proper reviews go into a bit more detail and depth um, talk about some of the other stuff that's coming up as well for uh, these next-gen consoles. If you haven't got them already, good luck getting them. I know within Australia, people have, like, <laughs> they had some extra ones show up at one of our department stores and they were gone in the space of an hour. So, yeah, good luck getting your hands on them. Some people are saying, yeah, we've got some. Others are saying next year. So my fingers are firmly crossed for you uh, that you can get what you need uh, in this next-gen console craziness. Yeah, def- definitely. Uh, if you're if you're hunting around for consoles, if you're planning on going to your local big shopping centre, I would find the contact numbers for the EB, the JB, the Harvey Norman, whatever it is. Call them and ask them before you make the effort to drive and take a look yourself. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, but <laughs> th- it saves time, saves money, and then if they have one, you can say, "Hey, can you hold it aside? I'll pick it up in an hour," um, rather yeah. than you know getting there and being like, "Oh yeah, we sold it twenty minutes ago," uh, which you never want. Yeah. Oh, no, look, I, I heard so many uh, horror stories yesterday of just people going, oh, yeah, I want to do this. I want to, you know, you want to get a game today. And it's like, man, have, have you not planned this for like months? <laughs> and do not it's buy abs- from a scalper. Do not yeah. buy from a scalper. Those guys are just dickheads. Um, but Find yes, a road. Uh, get a <laughs> sort yourself out uh yes but look um we're very excited to be talking about this one we're very excited to be playing more we'll be back next week to talk about video games and all of the things um please stay tuned till then until that time if you are finding that your console is not performing the way that you want it to then you gotta upgrade (laughs) and this is duty reminding you to have fun with your next-gen consoles, man. It's, it's, it's actually a really cool experience. And you know what? If you didn't get one, it, the wait's going to be the best payoff ever. Like, when you finally open up your PlayStation box, your Xbox, your box um, it's, 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 it's a it's fantastic worth it. feeling. And, and it's, it's worth it. It's totally worth it. Yeah. yeah.